Hi, and welcome back to another episode of Stepping Forward Podcast. This is Sarah. And I'm Rachel. And we are excited to be with you here today with another interview. And this one we did over email. Um, it is from Celeste. She, We found her on Instagram. Mm-hmm. And her Instagram handle and her blog are called The Family Turf. Celeste is a certified life skills coach, and she blogs at thefamilyturf.com. And you can read more about her thoughts about blended families there and find out more information there. Or you can find her on Instagram at thefamilyturf. All right. So check her out. So we're going to get started. I'll read the questions and Rachel will answer as if she's Celeste. Yes. Okay. How did you meet your partner and how long have you been together? We met at work on the set of a TV movie. We were friends for years before beginning a relationship. A TV movie? Was it Hallmark? I don't know. So many questions. I didn't even think to answer that. I have follow-up questions. To the follow-up questions. (laughs) Okay. Okay. What was one of the first things that drew you to your spouse? I was drawn to my spouse because we had the same dreams and goals in life. And of course, he made me laugh. That's a huge one. Oh, I love laughing. Yes, me it's too. I love to laugh. Ha, 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 ha. <laughs> Do you remember that movie? Yes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> all right. We're going to keep going because I get distracted. That's all right. I have oh. another laughing song I can throw in later. Awesome. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's from a musical. I was in, in I like fifth it. grade. Fifth grade. I'm impressed you remember that. <laughs> Okay, how long have you been a step-parent? Did you consider yourself a step-parent from the moment you were in a serious relationship with your partner? I've been a step-parent for five years. I consider myself a step-parent from the day we moved in together. Awesome. Yeah, I like that. Okay, how many stepchildren do you have and do you have biological children? I have one stepdaughter who's about to turn eight. I have one biological son who is 14 months old. That's a fun age. They're cuties. You love babies. I'm with you, girl. I like them too. <laughs> like babies. What do I have to say about babies? I know, right? Okay. How old was your stepdaughter when you met her, and how old is she now? Um, she says I was friends with my husband for years, and I first met her when she was six months old. Okay, I kind of had that happen with Kylie. Like their Aww. mom brought her into the place Chris and I worked together. Oh, really? Um, yeah. When she and Chris were married and Kylie was uh, maybe a couple months old at that time. Oh, So yeah, kind of worked together for a while. That's, That's so cool, cute. Celeste. Okay. If you're, so your stepdaughter's not an adult. What is the custody arrangement? Every other week minus Tuesdays. So Friday to Friday minus Tuesday night. Um, in the summer, it's every other week, Friday to Friday. And it works out to about 42% of the year. That's cool. I like newer ones because they have more or like parent time and yeah it's like more equal yeah exactly yeah that's nice I you know I think about when I was a kid and even if dad had custody it was almost always like one home was primary right and now it's like way more close to 50 50 that's true in most orders for a long time yeah yeah okay what was the transition to step parenting like for you what things helped you and what made it harder I found it extremely complex. It brought up a lot of issues that I realized I hadn't dealt with from my own childhood. It really helped me speaking with a social worker and working through my feelings. They aren't just for kids. I much prefer social workers to therapists personally. I had never lived with a boyfriend, let alone a toddler. That's a huge adjustment. Yeah, it is. (laughs) That's really interesting. I like that she 
brings up the option of speaking with a social worker. For sure. I think a lot of people have a connotation with social workers as someone who's going to swoop in and take your kids away. Uh And I I don't know any social workers like that. So (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, I think that's a really good point to make that like... They can do therapy and help yeah. you out. Yep. And they're um, a lot more present in schools these days, I'm seeing, True. which mm-hmm. is great. Yeah. I like That's that. really helpful. Okay. How have things changed for you and your spouse or partner since you first got together? Our relationship has matured significantly. We also used to enjoy going out a lot, and now we much prefer being at home and having nights in. That seems like a normal relationship transition thing. Like things just kind of get a little bit more mellow as time goes on. Right. It also speaks to my soul. Like (laughs) I need to get that t-shirt or I think it's a t-shirt. It's Uh like people who say go big or go home seriously underestimate my desire to go home. (laughs) Like It's my one goal. (laughs) (laughs) It's introvert problems. Oh, I know. Right. (laughs) Yeah. Okay, how is your relationship with your co-parent? What things have made that relationship easier or harder for you? We're amicable, and I text her when I need to, and vice versa. It has made it extremely easier that that I've let go of my expectations that we should be friends. Mm-hmm. I no longer desire and push for that, and it's so much healthier for my own sanity. I really like that, just to kind of take another segue, because there's not... Like, just like your co-parent, the bio mom in our situations, the bio dad for some of you guys, you guys didn't choose to co-parent with that person. Yeah. And they didn't choose to co-parent with you. You don't have to be friends. You can just be civil, work together for the kids, ideally. Yeah. Yeah. Ideally. I have literal nightmares about having to co-parent with oh my gosh. with the bio mom directly because uh-huh. she's just so toxic. Yeah. That makes sense. So sometimes it doesn't work, sometimes it does, but I like letting go of that expectation piece. Yeah. And that's the thing is like, if something's not working, it's okay to take a step back. Uh huh. It's okay. Yeah, it really is. Yeah. In fact, a lot of times it's better. (laughs) Mm -hmm. It's healthy. Yeah. Okay. What has been good for you about being a step parent and what has been difficult for you about being a step parent? Being a step parent has made me step up in every aspect of my life. It's an amazing role to gauge. You aren't a parent, but you're more than a friend. It's a daily check-in and evaluation for myself that I find really beneficial to my life. It was extremely difficult to step back and accept my role as a step-parent, as I like to be in control, but life is so much easier and happier now. And then as a follow-up question for that, um, Celeste had said, she's not a parent, but more than a friend. So I asked, how did you realize that? Or did you know going into your relationship that you didn't want to be a traditional or to have a traditional parent role? Um, And she says, yes, I'm a parent, but more than a friend. I know this answer oftentimes infuriates step parents who have no bio children of their own. But until I had my son, I tried to be a third parent. I tried so hard. It was a constant source of disappointment in my life. Then I had my son, and just under a year later, I really felt content with my role in the home as both a step-parent to my stepdaughter, a mom to my son, and a wife to my husband. I plan to expand on this a bit more in my next blog. Which is probably out by it now. It probably is. It's been a while yeah. since we <laughs> interviewed Celeste. Yeah, and then she says, um, 
I am absolutely more than a friend to my stepdaughter. My husband works long hours, and sometimes I get her from school, make dinner, do the whole nighttime shebang. So I implement homework, bedtime, and don't succumb to the puppy dog face to stay up a little bit later. (laughs) We've all been there. Oh my gosh, yes. (laughs) All of those things that a parent would do, I do. And I'm not afraid to do because my husband and I are much the same on our, our household rules for the kids. I love her as my stepdaughter, the sister to my son, the daughter of my husband. She holds a special place in my heart, but I am not her mother and I would never claim to be. That role is taken. I just try to be the best possible stepmom I can. Sometimes that means taking a step back and being more of a friend, and sometimes it's giving her the love and comfort and safety a parent would. I had a stepdad for a short part of my life. We lived with him about a year and a half. It was not a nice situation. The memories I have of him are not pleasant, but those memories also help me to understand my stepdaughter's feelings much better and be more empathetic to all sides. And there were a lot of really important points in there. I think mm-hmm. one of them was the differentiation between stepmoms with kids and stepmoms without kids. Yeah. And I've seen just generally, because I am one, a stepmom without kids, we try to be more involved in the kids' lives for mm-hmm. better, for worse, whatever that causes, because there are only kids and yeah. that's important to us. And um, I've seen stepmoms that have their own bio kids. They're kind of like, okay, and their stepmom, they have two parents already. Yeah. Um, for the most part, again, that's not something that happens in every situation. Right. It can also be hard to step back from the stepkids in that situation where you have, you know, bio kids in the home because stepkids are such a huge influence on your bio kids. They are. They, yeah. you know, especially when they're older, they're the example for your kiddos. And it's like, well, you know, shouldn't I have some say on what's going on in my home? You know? Right. Yeah. <laughs> and some step moms I've seen be like, well, I'm in the mom, I'm the mom in this house and that's how things are going to be. Mm-hmm. So it's just so different. Everybody finds their own role in the thing that fits for them and their personality mm-hmm. and hopefully for the kids and for their partner. Right. See, cause in my situation, if I, if I were like, I'm not your mom, I'm your stepmom. I think that my stepdaughters would be very upset with me. Like they have flat out told me like, you're our mom. We call you mom. We like, they, they hate it when their friends are like, which mom? Uh Because they're like, I don't want to say stepmom. I'm like, just use our names, but it's okay to say stepmom. It's not a bad word. Like we're not all wicked stepmoms. It's okay. (laughs) So yeah, I think every situation is just very different for sure. And I think it's interesting too when you've been a stepchild because that informs your step parenting hugely. Mm-hmm, yeah. I know my stepdaughters, I'm not like, yay, I hope they grow up and become stepchildren or step parents. Sorry. <laughs> Words. I hope they stay stepchildren forever. <laughs> well, they will because they're yours. They will. Yes. Um, but I think for them, like, it would be nice if they don't grow up. And become a step parent because it's just a different ballgame when you are a step parent than when you're a parent. And it would be easier for them to not yeah. have to deal with that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So next question, what do you wish you had known before becoming a step parent? I wish I knew a lot of things before becoming a step parent, but I also don't believe in looking back only forward. Yeah. And the next question kind of ties in. If you had to do it again, knowing what you know now, what would you do differently? And what would you do the same? And she says, I don't believe in looking back. I believe everything, even quote mistakes happen for a reason. And I think that's a good perspective too. <clears throat> Sorry, because 
um, I think that like we can't change it. So what's the point of looking back and beating ourselves up about it? We yeah. can learn from it. But. Yeah, I think that's a good attitude in a step parenting situation. I have other issues with the phrase everything happens for a reason, but yeah. That's another situation. <laughs> so <laughs> um what sometimes the reason is because the person's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> what would you change about step parenting or co-parenting if you had a magic wand? I actually think I'm at a good place with co-parenting, but I do wish that certain things wouldn't get under my skin. Most of the time I'm good with it, but the occasional thing gets to me. I feel that. Mm -hmm. Oh my gosh. I get so riled up sometimes about stuff and, and my husband's like, we can't change it. I'm like, I know I'm still mad though. Gotta deal with my feelings. Yeah. Get through this. Yeah. Good. Give me a minute to process here. I need a padded room. Oh my gosh, some days. Padded room and a, what's that, punching bag? Yes. <laughs> oh, I love kickboxing. <laughs> okay, what advice would you give someone who's struggling with their role as a step parent? Really, truly get some professional help for yourself. An outside perspective is so helpful if you're willing to really hear it. And on that note, being a step parent can cause lots of emotions that are unexpected and negative or uncomfortable. How do you deal with the emotions that have come up around step parenting? I write, I speak to a professional a couple of times a month. Mental health is so important. The kids feel everything we do. That's true. And I had a blog. I think I told you guys this. I had a blog when my husband and I first got together and it helped just to have a place to put things out there to receive support from other step parents. Yeah. It's really beneficial. And like speaking on talking to a professional, that's, you know, that's something we've addressed a lot, but I just want to reiterate that perspective that there are different types of professionals you can speak Mm -hmm. to. um, And it's okay to find one that suits your situation, right? Like you might want a therapist, you might just need a, to chat with a social worker about some family dynamics. Mm-hmm. Um, you might want a step-parent coach like Sarah is and, you know, have someone you can reach out to to coach you through different emotions and let go right. of certain situations and work specifically on mindset. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I think there are some really good options out there. I think so too. There's a lot available that can help you and yeah. Getting and, help is yeah. Huge. <laughs> and stuff that, you know, even, 10 years ago wasn't always available to step parents. And, you know, I don't, I don't know how, I don't know how some step parents have done it. Honestly, I'm like, like your siblings with, oh my gosh. Yeah. Like an internet. There wasn't probably there weren't support groups. I mean, well, there was internet, but like, (laughs) (laughs) you're like, no, it was the stone age. (laughs) (laughs) We rode around on dinosaurs. They had cars that were motored by their own feet. Um, and the baby just ran around screaming, bam. I don't know. I don't know what happened. Um, the so, yeah. I mean, yeah, there was internet, but there weren't like the Facebook support True. groups. And there there weren't all the articles out there, all the research. and. Yes the good advice and even like mental health has come so far that if you're dealing with a co-parent with mental health issues, a lot of people weren't aware of the different types of mental health issues or how they could impact those relationships. So I do feel like we have a lot more resources to available to us now Mm 
And I would love to keep seeing that grow because I know it's still frustrating for a lot of people. Yeah. Some people don't know how to access them or that they're available. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Okay. All right. So for Celeste, what is something you want to share with us about your story? If your husband is worth it to you, you will figure it out. Believe in yourself. Yeah. I think that's important. I love that. Okay. Can you tell us more about your blog? And with that, do you find that you've been able to support other step parents through blogging? And she says, I started my blog because I felt that I had an important viewpoint to share. My blogs and views are coming from someone who has been a stepchild and who has a lot of empathy for everyone involved. I have definitely been able to help step parents navigate their feelings with my blog. In step families, our feelings are often reactions, Mm -hmm. and I try to help people manage those reactions through my blog and sessions. I offer multiple viewpoints of common step family situations. And I think a second ago when you talked about getting help, it's so important to have somebody who understands blended family dynamics. Oh, yeah. Because there are a lot of therapists out there who could probably help you with lots of things, but it's important to have somebody who understands from their perspective what um, what to look for, what things to manage, like what, right. yeah, what you, where people commonly get caught up in step parenting and how to navigate that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And there are a lot of misconceptions out there about blended families and about the yeah. legal system or systems since it varies so much. Right. Um, even from like from state to state, county to county, country to country, everything uh-huh. is always so different. So it is. It's nice to have someone who is familiar with those intricacies or at least open to understanding them from your viewpoint. So, yeah. So that concludes our email with Celeste, but I think we have a few more things to talk about in regards to this because it was a really good email interview and she brought up a lot of really important points. So one of them with um, Rachel just talked about understanding blended family dynamics, I think, court systems, there's so many different things that can go into um, legal things that Mm -hmm. are court things and just difficult things that it's important to find somebody who understands what it's like. And I like that Celeste said that. And if you guys want to follow her, go find her on Instagram, go to her website, her blog, and she can help you out through there. The family turf dot com yes yeah <laughs> and if you don't like singing sorry it's still gonna happen so <laughs> get over it <laughs> I like to sing yes um, yeah. but I think a lot of the I don't know just the ideas and the perspectives that she has on stuff are healthy for step parents like we focus on what we can do um kind of understand what our role is within our specific family whether mm-hmm. it's to be the stepmom only or to be a stepmom and bio mom or whether it's to be mom in the house and whatever that means to whoever kids are living there. Mm-hmm. It's important to be aware of those things. Definitely. And I like that she is willing to um, put herself in the shoes of other people and, and be empathetic. For sure. That's super helpful. Yeah. Yeah. All, All right. right. So if you, as always, have questions or thoughts, you can reach out to us on Facebook. We have a page in a group, Stepping Forward Podcast. On Instagram and Twitter, we're at Step Forward Show. You can also send us a voice memo or an email. If you're interested in being interviewed, we're happy to share that anonymously or with your name, whichever you prefer. Yep. And we also can do Zoom interviews. Or if you're local to the Salt Lake area, we can do in-person interviews. Yeah. So. so some of the interviews we've done with like Tim from Blend Credible and Tunisia O, 
um, we interviewed them over Zoom because they're on the East Coast. So if you are interested in this, please let us know and we can schedule a time, set it up with you. Right. And we are still running our uh, competition for a custom vinyl. Mm -hmm. um, and that is chosen randomly from our reviews on iTunes. Yep. So um, make sure you go and submit your review. Mm -hmm. And... How was it that you wanted them to submit that? So screenshot what you sent us and then we can see it come through and then email that to us. Screenshot email to steppingforwardpodcast at gmail.com. And then when we see it come through, we'll enter your name in for the custom vinyl. Yep. And we're going to do a few of those. So there's mm -hmm. not just one. So if you don't win the first time, it's okay. There's still another chance. Exactly. Don't be <laughs> discouraged. Yes. All right. You guys have a great week. And until next time. Keep on stepping. All you want love in this heart. Don't know it all, but it's a start. No room for hate.